0: Everybody, welcome to episode six! Six! Episode six! We are are officially counting on two hands now. Woohoo! Although I think we have like 10 episodes posted.
1: We do. Maybe 11? 10? So we're counting with our fingers and our toes.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, right on. That's good.
0: That's good because like counting is the thing that you learn as a child. That's true. And as a
1: dad, you have to count with your kids a lot. And sometimes you have to count to three or by so God you will fucking freak out on them. Okay. Right.
0: By God! By God! Ugh. Guys, this episode is fun.
1: Yes, I absolutely. like this episode.
0: And it's pretty
1: relevant too. We're talking
0: about social media yep. with my good friend, Chris's good friend, uh, the good friend of Ottawa and all good-natured people, Mr. Dylan, Dylan Black. Black. Yes, Mr. Yeah, Dylan man. Black will join us in a few moments. Uh, but before he joins us, Christopher, what... Are we drinking this week? Oh, man. We are drinking something super lovely from Big Ring. We've Uh, drank from Big Ring before. Yes, always. Um, Here's the thing. is like sometimes I forget to buy beer. Yeah. and so like i have to run out to something close right before we like record so it's right so there that's why like big rig whippersnapper kitchissippi they
1: come up a lot we were drinking and are drinking uh tartan pants scotch ale yeah it's there is their scotch ale it's really good it, it is there's not very hops it was not super malty it was just a really great drink that's like that's the thing about good. scotch ales is
0: sometimes you get like a really tangy bitterness yeah. at the end like an aftertaste. But this one's almost a sweet aftertaste, it right? Was. Yes, like it absolutely it's like was. you got the maltiness, but it's also like it's like a sweet malt. That's right. Yeah, yeah. It was it was good beer. Um, check them out. They're It's good. good. I, I dig it. You can. I don't think you can get that one in their LCBO, but you can get that one at the actual brewery in the yep. cans. Yeah. Um, all right. So this week we're talking about social media. Did anything like in? Uh, did anything happening in like the world of parenting for you since we last like chatted? <laughs> No, uh,
1: I discovered Erica sleeping inside a couch cushion today. Oh, did it, like, zipped up? Yeah, no, unzipped. She oh, okay. unzipped the couch cushion and just, like, slid inside this little burrito-type cushioning thing and just passed out. Episode 5. Episode 5. Episode 5. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Kids will sleep in the darndest places. But, yeah, no, uh, interesting parent things. No, French homework's hard for me. Yeah, you're right. You're
0: learning French.
1: I am. It's a lot of enunciation and verbs. We play this game with like, you roll a little dice and then if you roll a six, you, you enunciate each little box. And, it, and now if you reach AH, like, ah, you go back to the beginning. So it, it's been It's fun like games. childhood craps, but with French. Oh, total childhood craps you, with French. You bet on it's that? It's like, I'm, I'm betting on learning. <clears throat> oh. yeah. uh, it's fun though. It's a okay. it's, it's good way to kind of get things going. That's fun. I know Eddie's gonna lap me with French real soon. Like super quick. Like he's already coming home and like saying what color bubbly and telling me what he wants a bubbly in French to me. Do you know your colours in French? Barely. I know vert, I know rouge, I know uh, noir. L- uh, l'orange? <laughs> l'orange. <laughs> uh, Jaune. Jaune. Pamplemousse. Ah, Pomp- uh, grapefruit. I, I forget. <laughs> I never forget. Green fruit. Le grand fuck. Le grand fuck. About no, with what? That's the big seal. That's the big seal. Yeah, in
0: French, fuck is seal.
1: Oh, well, grand fuck indeed. Grand <laughs> fuck indeed. <laughs> Well, so, tea. No, no, it's good. It's it's been uh, it's fun, fun, adventure. It's it's been, I'm glad that. I'm uh, glad you seem so convinced
0: about how fun this is for you. That's Chris good. taking a sip of tartan pants, big rigs <laughs> scotch ale.
1: I <laughs> everything's better with of scotch ale, you fucks.
0: Uh, you should do this entire episode with that Scottish accent. Oh,
1: kidding. am I gonna just do the rest of this intro with the Scottish accent because that Scots don't like to speak the French, yeah,
0: that's true., uh, you know what we should subtitle this podcast
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's the Scottish don't care about the French is the subtitles.
0: No. you know I went to I went to England when I was fifteen years old. Oh, I,
1: uh,
0: <laughs> I was staying in Leicester I think it was Leicester. Leicester? No, I was thinking Lincoln. It was Lincoln. Ah, okay. it, was, it was a little bit more like it was north of London, uh, by a couple of hours. All a bunch of our And when the guy found out that Champ is from Beauchamp, when we have got like French Canadian ancestries in the yeah, background, yeah, yeah. he legitimately spit on the floor of his house and refused to talk to me for the rest of the time I was there. Oh, my <laughs> fuck.
1: Yeah. Hey. And I'm like, I'm
0: like, I'm like. I'm like 22.3%, maybe, (laughs) not even, probably less than that. I, like, make a joke on stage about being more French-Canadian
1: than I actually am. But, like... Fair enough. You know. Yeah. We're just... I'm from Alberta, so, like, the, the French contingent, it's, uh... I've never really understood until I moved out here, and uh, what a beautiful part of our country, and I wish some of the people back home, I mean, we just had the election, and they're spouting some visceral hate about things, but I wish you really could come out here and see the rest of this country just before
0: wanting to leave it. Wax it. Anyway. Uh, yeah, uh, I call it rednexic. Ah, uh,
1: yes, <laughs> it We're going fucking leave. We do
0: have, have Alberta listeners, and so, like, I apologize. I get that, like, right now is a, a trying time for you guys. Yeah. Uh, but suck it. <laughs> Here, my ear, uh, the only thing I'm gonna really say about this, like we did have an election, and like I see, I've got a lot of family that is very conservative, right? And to but there's nothing wrong with that. No, yeah. to yeah. each their own. Like there, there is a true brand of conservatism that isn't the hate mongering, it isn't the racism, it isn't the bigotry. That's right. Um, and and that's it's so the, the party that exists today that it's like the conservative party yeah. is not a conservative party. By no, any it's been means. kind of wash weird And and I get it. Vote vote your heart, vote your conscience, vote what's best for you, but do your research. And the popular vote thing, because that's the big push I'm hearing, is like, yeah. oh 34% voted for for um Andrew Shear. And I'm like, 66% didn't. Not, yeah. Right, because like in Canada, we're not a two-party system, so the popular vote means bullshit, right? It's F.A. you're And like you throw the 1% or the close to 1% of the People's Party, the very racist uh, Max and Bernier yeah. Party. Oh, thank and God. Then you've got 63% seat. who are like, nope. Who are like, nope. nope to that, like all right-wing extremism. And you've got like that 63% that are also uh, like opposed, like pro-carbon like, tax and shit yeah. like that, right? Yeah. Man. And the thing is yeah. like, the idea of that is... To encourage people to use less carbon. That's it? That's it. That's the encouragement. Use less gas. When you can walk somewhere, walk somewhere. Bike somewhere, buy a fucking bike, right? That's right. Carpool three days a week or maybe one day a week. And the problem is Alberta's oil energy sector, right? And so they depend on people using carbon. And (laughs) they go bankrupt when people stop using carbon. The the hybrid car, the electric car, it's going to like... It's gonna. It'll um, be.
1: It, there'll be lots of reformation and lots more jobs coming up. For and like the prairies I, to to jump on green energy and uh, exactly you, you'll,
0: see it. you'll see it. And like there's there's yeah, I'm not gonna go too far into it, other than to say like, you know, I also I don't want to sound like I'm I'm speaking out of my ass. I want to only speak about what I know about, and not going to conjecture because a lot of it becomes conjecture,
2: That's right? A lot
0: that. of it becomes like just this. Get on Soapbox, it's digital. And, and it's all headlines. It's, yeah, it's all no headlines, headlines with no context That's and right. no content. Right. So, you know what, Alberta, we love you. I don't want to lose you. We've um, no, got man. friends and family from you slash in you. We hear you. I, I really dug what the premier of Manitoba said. Where he kind of like, he shut down the Wexit stuff and he's like, like, he's like, I've been married for 35 years and if I threatened to leave my wife every time we had an argument or a disagreement, well, we wouldn't be together, right? And he's like, he's like, we're a beautiful couple. But we still have our disagreements. We still have our differences, right? Yeah. And and you're, that's allowed to have, and
1: that's, you're allowed to have that, exactly.
0: Yeah. We need proportional representation. We do. We and sure the fuck do. I, and I've seen a lot of conservatives like screaming for that now that this election happened. If that had been on the docket, like if if Trudeau had put it put on it the docket on, like we supposed would, to four years would ago, would they have voted for it?
1: I don't think they would have. Because it takes a... away the idea of having a majority. That's true right because everything's getting proportional like oh look it, yeah exactly it'd been, have been different but who knows hard to say let's get underway here with Dylan yeah and, Sorry. Uh, uh, okay. uh no no enjoy this uh we would you do this week That was just about to say like we yeah, talked with you would, and then we went on political shit which was horrible segue but you now back to you being a dad what'd you do this
0: week well i lived through the election
1: <laughs>
0: I actually I, I, like like I came home and we just watched it and I went to sleep feeling okay all right. um, No, actually I have we've all been sick here mm. Like I got a cold after Thanksgiving my mm. family a lot of them are sick Fuck, and so weak, I, caught, I know and uh, Maddie kind of caught a little bit of the congestion and then she just got her first vaccination. So, oh, fuck. so she had a fever that night and was like upset and threw up a few times. And then Kate, like I'm starting to feel better, but then Kate God. caught it. So now Kate's got it and we're just in house of incubation of just sickness. Yeah. So this episode almost didn't come to you. But when I messaged Dylan and Chris to cancel, both Dylan and Chris were like, don't worry, we're both sick.
1: And so this is our adult chicken pox party. Yes, absolutely, adult chicken pox party. And at one point in time, uh, Matt Champ wanted to butt chug um, cough syrup. Yeah, I
0: wasn't gonna say that on air. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> and actually, I think it was your suggestion. <laughs> You're right. I think it was Neo Citron that we were butt chugging as well. Fair enough. Fair enough. I think Neo Citron would have more of a burn. Oh, certainly would. Yeah. Like. You know, depending on the cough syrup. Like, if it was like a, a, a NyQuil cough syrup. <laughs> Fart and <Jerry's. laughs> Just a bunch of shit out of it. Fart <laughs> and All right. All right. All right. All right. Enjoy and on that note. <laughs> enjoy this episode. Dylan Black, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, wait. Where is Dylan Black from? Like, we we know him. We said we know him.
1: Yeah, we know like, him. He's, he's on. Did we already go through this? Well, he's going to go through it all at the end. Just enjoy, right. enjoy the rest of this. Dylan Black. Dylan Black, everyone.
0: everybody we are here with dylan black our Ooh. good friend dylan dylan it's good to see you welcome to the murder room this is amazing for,
1: thank you for coming
3: thank this is the, this is the murder room yes so what has happened in this room to make it uh, be called that
1: well uh, murder. murder murder oh no yeah we straight
3: <laughs> up kill it on this oh, no. podcast yo <laughs> is that what happens is that the finale of this podcast <laughs> yeah, it, it, i guess so something's gonna happen to dylan black and <laughs> uh we'll need a new host for cable 22 <laughs> <laughs> totally. so, uh,
1: And I hope you have the whole thing already because it's going to be a big one. Yeah,
3: Yeah, because I am heavy set. I am a dad bod.
0: You haven't. We all have dad
3: This this podcast was originally going to be called Dad Bod's the
0: Podcast. Yeah. But then it turns out that there's like 20 podcasts called Dad Bod's. Oh no! So we're like, fuck that. You can't have 21. No. And so then we went with Daddy Issues. But you know, um, Dean McDermott. Don't the I?
1: The we call we call him
0: <laughs> douchebag McDermott in this murder room because okay. uh, right like the week before our first episode came out, he came out with a podcast from the comedy store in LA called "Daddy Issues with Dean McDermott," no. and we're yeah. like, "Fuck, Fuck. you!" It's <laughs> okay, so, but yeah, it's all good. We, we have to have, get him in the murder room. Well, yeah, someday that could be the finale, <laughs> that could be the finale. <laughs> that's what I'm thinking the first time the first time we badmouthed him like on air the very next week he was admitted to the hospital with like a life threatening pneumonia so, we, get, you know, so yeah. we, we were like
3: we okay. stepped it back a little bit being like Just we didn't poison
0: your coffee <laughs> yeah.
3: so, so what happens sure that, here like do we do we, do, yeah. <laughs> do we talk about like how we know each other and stuff or uh, well, like, yeah, let's, we can, we we're do?
0: gonna we're gonna kind of like we're gonna get to know you a little yeah. bit like Chris and I know Dylan if, if we yeah, we've known Dylan for a long time. Yeah. Uh, we've already in, done
3: an intro to this episode. Oh, have you? Yeah. I've never actually paid attention to what you guys are doing, so I have no idea. Fair enough. Neither does my wife. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how, how, when can I go home, by the way? Um, yeah. Well, this is
0: the murder room, so maybe never. Okay. No, <laughs> We usually like to cap things at like an hour. An hour? Yeah, yeah. Right. I
3: mean, things, right. things get sweaty in here, right? I yeah. do. I want to be home by Wheel of Fortune, so that can happen. Yeah. You know yeah. what? I'm, I'm really into Jeopardy, so... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Plus uh, or minus 30 minutes. Yeah, because they're one after each other. They are there, right. Right. On one a Yes thing. TV. Fair oh, enough. Bad thing, <laughs> but uh, Jeopardy hopes. Cancer, real bad right
1: now. Yeah, uh, yeah. Gotta, that's not new. Are you no, just, no, no, like just about this? No, no, no. I just saw something the other day that was like, uh, you may only have a couple of weeks, not even like...
3: Oh, okay. I heard I, that like it's, I heard that's it's, it's, it's not in remission. Yeah. yeah, he's not doing well. I guess they were hoping, and then... I don't understand how that works then, because all of a sudden... Because they pre-record so far in advance... All of a sudden, does he just stop, not like the new episodes, yeah, would just stop, new episodes stop?
1: Or would they stop? Mid-season? And then people wonder know, like, what's going on there. Know, like Chappelle you know, taking off to Africa? I'm like, please.
0: Yeah, sorry, off. Off. As, like, as the executive producer for Jeopardy! Let me tell you. <laughs> Do, you, know the answer? you have the answer? <laughs> it, well, they've, they've been talking about Alex retiring for a while, right? Yeah. And they've already been kind of like screening new hosts potentially. Huh. So, like. You know, it'll be interesting to see what happens. I love Alex Trebek. Yeah, Trebek. That'll be a sad... Like, I think that the next... Like, when slash if Alex Trebek succumbs to this disease, it'll be like... You know, like, how I felt when Gord Downey died. Yeah. I don't normally get hit by celebrity deaths, but I know I'll get hit by that one. I will yeah. definitely
1: have Jeopardy! on Netflix playing for a whole
3: week.
0: Is it on Netflix? Yeah. Is it really? Yeah.
1: I don't know. I don't, I don't have yeah. Netflix.
0: Okay. No, <laughs> I don't know. He, he got basic cable for that Wheel of Fortune. Oh, <laughs> no,
3: we've, we've got cable.
0: Cable but, 22. Uh,
3: for some reason, I've never taken on Netflix. It, I just, I've only ever watched Netflix uh, depending on which girl I was with. Oh, okay. okay. Cool. Yeah. So, so like, like, we go back four or five years like oh netflix you know so i'll remember like different uh, episodes of whatever uh and i'll then i'll think about whatever girl i was with at the time okay what yeah. a weird time
1: machine it's like, time machine it's like ever. when did
3: stranger things come out mm, that was with her yeah
1: okay we're in season <laughs> three now you're like yeah,
3: I'm <laughs> okay, okay. okay. so
0: um so dylan you and i yep. have known each other for like 12 years
3: yeah well quite a long time um I guess, really, right? Well, I've been working for Paramount for thirteen years. Yeah. And
0: we met like a year into me working for Paramount. So
3: you're still with because you and I haven't really seen each other for quite some time. Yeah, you wanna come see Terminator on Wednesday? Well, like next next Wednesday? Wednesday? Really, eh? Okay. I got a screening for it. All right, is this gonna air oh this airs before Wednesday next Wednesday, so this is time specific. Yes, this is, well, well, yes, this is well pretty done. much... We can well.
1: talk about it off air,
0: but i
3: got to <laughs> pass. I gotta pass you gotta okay.
1: Yeah, and He totally just passed me up for that Yeah, pass. Yeah, so yeah
3: sorry, man. So, so it looks like I got the invite before you did, and you're Maybe. his uh, partner here. That's, I got yeah. I got tickets. <laughs> <laughs> nice. He's got um, things.
1: He's got
0: ways he
3: means, folks. But before I agree to that, is Arnold Schwarzenegger even in that movie yes. more than five minutes? I don't know. Yeah, James Cameron is back to produce
0: it, oh. and Tim Miller, the director of Deadpool, yeah. directed it. You had me in
1: Jeeps, And it's the first
0: R-rated Terminator movie since like Terminator 2? Two? Two? Yeah. 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 So you're just supposed
3: to ignore Terminator 3 4 5 6 7 8 9 10 wow. or whatever? How can you ignore those oh. masterpieces? <laughs> no, this yeah. really Have is... we mentioned too that uh, that all of us are sort of fighting a cold right now? Well, I was going to say probably say that, right? We
0: are three three babies with man colds.
3: We are.
1: (laughs) Yeah, we we definitely are. My kids bring home stuff uh, on the regular, just from school. That is one of the things you guys will be
3: looking forward to. (laughs) I basically just have mine uh, because I'm generally run down and exhausted. Ah, yeah, but uh, that's just that's part of the deal with the three jobs and. uh, That'll do that. That'll do that. Yeah, well, your jobs
0: are also like intense. Like you're one of the busiest people I know. I just make it look like that on the Twitter. (laughs)
3: <laughs> I just keep reposting the same stuff over and over. again. Yeah. Well, even Cry, if you, even if you're not Bible. necessarily
0: as busy as you used to be, you used to like have events going all the time. You were always yeah. rushing from one event to the other, especially with like the radio stuff. Because um, like right now you're on Channel Twenty Two yeah. as like a host. You're on Boom. Uh, 99.7.
3: Yep. Uh, And you also, like, do their music programming, don't you? So, yeah. So, to be more specific, so I'm the host of Daytime Ottawa on on Rogers 22, which is, like, their flagship show that's been on for decades. Uh, So, that is Monday to Friday. Uh, And then, boom, 99.7, I'm a host. Uh, and I'm also the assistant music director, so I schedule oh. music for Boom, and then I'm a fundraising coordinator at Yuck Yucks. Oh right, yes, you got you got your ties to the comedy yeah.
0: world, like that's
3: right. <laughs> yeah, so I've seen you fools perform a couple of times, and that's why you didn't win any any of those contests. But, you know, <laughs> nepotism. Yeah, nepotism does not work. <laughs> yeah.
4: yeah, no, but you guys are all. awesome,
3: and and uh, and, and I, I love that we haven't seen each other in a long time. Not because I love that that happened, but it's like then we're sitting here, and it's like no big deal. Just press record. Yeah, it's not awkward. It's just like we just get right to it, right? Yeah, yeah you so can do that cool. with good people. Man. Yeah, it's
1: um, cool. I
0: want I want our listeners to get to know you a little bit. So I got some kind of get to know you questions on oh, really? the okay. uh, segment off. to me. Nice. This is nice. new. This is new. Did he did does he
3: even like... uh, consult with you on anything? No, yeah, totally he does. Totally does. he does. Record. He just, like, he just
1: yeah. I didn't know what questions he was gonna have. He's <laughs> like, Who's good to know you segment? I'm like, All right, all right, well our last guest, Oliver
0: George, was on him, and I just started off like with like who are you? Yeah, <laughs> and we just sat in silence because he's like, "Are you serious? Like, is that how you're starting?" And I was yeah. like, "I guess so."
1: <laughs>
0: Thanks, research guys.
1: Yeah, <laughs> totally. Um, so we're like, you, so you explain yourself.
0: <laughs> so you can get to understand, Dylan. I've, I've picked three questions okay. out of a hat of questions for you. The first question yeah. that I want to know the answer to, as we get to know you, is if your life was made into a movie, who would play you? Who would play oh, Dylan my gosh. Black?
3: Well, Chris Farley's no longer alive. Because that'd be amazing. Okay. I don't think I look like him. I was I about to say, yeah. But he, I would just, lo- I would have loved like his type of a personality, crazy and stuff. I know I can see a little like what's what's like straight laced or whatever. But i I can be a little crazier than I appear on TV or, or here on radio. Um, but that would have been amazing. Uh, he'd have to be, he'd have to be super handsome though. So I'm thinking, uh, uh, you know, I've never really thought of that ever. Do, okay. do you have any ideas? You know,
0: there's there's one correct answer. Oh, I'm to oh. say there's one correct answer, and oh. I hope you don't fuck
3: it up. <laughs> oh. Okay, so I don't have the answer though. Is that Seth Rogen? No, oh. no. Ray Liotta. Ray Liotta. Ray Liotta. Ray Liotta. <laughs> can you see it? I can well, see, it. I it. <laughs> see it. As soon as you say that, all I think about is him and Hannibal when they when he cut the top Double of his head, head off. off. Yeah. Chris is like Goodfellas or whatever that kind of thing. Uh, i I've, I've, I've been compared to. Um, uh, Refines before, okay. yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. I've heard okay. that a couple times. I've heard Mike Fisher from uh, the senator, former senator, okay. Carrie Underwood's husband. Yes, that's that how guy, we refer that's to him pretty here. much. That guy, yes, it's Carrie husband, yeah, you know? and there was yeah. somebody else, but I, I forget. And, and I'll take those comparisons, and then other people are like, no, you look like dirt compared to that, but <laughs> like uh,
0: Voldemort with a nose, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, without the
3: makeup, but that Voldemort, but uh. I, I can't really think, like, like personality or whatever, but if you're going to go with Ray Liotta, then I'll take it. It, it could have been a lot worse. It yeah, could have been, yeah, like, totally. Steve Buscemi or something, right?
0: Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. There are people in my life that I would
1: compare to Steve Buscemi. Would you?
0: Yeah.
1: That guy's a firefighter.
3: He's a hero. He man. is a yeah, hero. He
0: is, he is a hero. hero. But like, he also... But like, looking like... Yeah, he looks right, like, yeah, he he, like he got, like, exactly. trapped in a building on fire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Totally. Poor yeah. guy. All right. Question two. <laughs> yes. <laughs> if, if you could add a face to Mount Rushmore, what would that face be?
1: Michael Bolton. Michael, of course, it's Michael Bolton. I'm I yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah, no, you're just like nope, not president. Uh, yeah, it's going
3: Bolton. Yeah, Bolton. All all right, well, because he right. should be right. And uh, like this guy, Michael Bolton. Like, let me just explain my love uh, for for this uh, this individual. Can we... It, <laughs> the of the background, we don't have any. No, no, no answer. So we can so we like no. <laughs> yeah, I, I, we're going back to like late eighties when he first came on the scene. In my, uh, I've seen him five times in concert. I've had a chance to interview him. I've, I've touched him inappropriately a couple of times. Uh, he said uh, both my fake names uh, out loud because I have two different names that I've gone. Through it because Dylan black's my real name I swear uh, <laughs> radio. Uh, his music like I could tell you his discography like back and forth yeah, yeah. all that kind of stuff 66 years of age and, and uh, he's still rocking it weren't you like front row
0: at a concert at Centerpoint? yes like front row Senate? I don't even remember this I remember you posting photos and yeah. like, then like it was around the time that his sexy Valentine special came out on Netflix
3: yeah that, that came out a few years later because okay. the Centerpoint concert was 2010. So, yeah, And the Sexy Valentine's show was about three years back. So, you know, you're not going to beat me on this stuff. You might know not your, fair. your stuff about the things, but uh, Michael Bolton. So, uh, yeah, I had friends in the audience, and they said the most entertaining part of the show wasn't watching Michael Bolton, but watching me watch Michael Bolton. <laughs> so... <laughs> and we actually my my uh, my best friend at the time who is my former girlfriend, because that's what I do, uh Brandy was with me and we had flowers and we gave it to him and he sang when a man loves a woman and he held the, the roses for the whole song. it nice, was just like it was incredible. That's so if I'm upset, if I'm unhappy, if I'm whatever, if I put on his music, it changes my life. Okay. Yeah. That, so that's that's a
0: nice uh, nice face to go with the founding fathers of yeah. the United States of America. Yeah,
3: so so can I go back to question one then? Yes. Michael Bolton. <laughs> 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 like,
0: we can de-age him in yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, a little bit.
3: Like yeah. the later years for Dylan Black, you know? Okay. 42, okay. it's not that far off. All right.
0: Yeah. So yeah.
3: Ray Liotta would have also been an acceptable
0: answer to questions. <laughs> <Yes. laughs> would it have been? Yes, <laughs> totally. Yeah. Are you fascinated with Ray Liotta or something? No, I just, the moment I, like, the moment you sit down, you got the chest tear Oh, down, yeah. Totally. I like, certainly want to totally. watch fellas
1: right yeah. now, as well as uh, the one where he's in the prison, prison show. Uh, Ray Liotta? Yeah, Ray Liotta, he's on... Uh, that's not important Ray Liotta <laughs> that's all that matters man Ray
0: um third, third and final question before yeah. we get into our topic du jour yeah what is your favorite baby food flavor baby
3: food flavor uh probably banana banana yeah why I don't know there's no answer I just and, I, and it's not like I taste my son's food or anything like that um I mean, that's probably why I have the dad bod, because when I am around him, I will eat all the scraps that have fallen on the floor. doesn't matter. But when I think about baby food and, and just that pureed kind of banana.
0: Okay. Mm-hmm. I, I taste all of Maddie's food, and right now she's only on the tits, so. <laughs> <laughs> so. Super
1: awesome coffee is what he's trying to tell you. Super awesome. Super
3: all right. Awesome. I have to watch what I say. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um,
3: I like blueberry. Blueberry
0: oh, baby yeah. food. That's, that's good. That's my go to. Totally. You know, if I'm gonna sit down and enjoy a nice little bottle
3: of baby food, <laughs> it's definitely blueberry. My was yeah.
1: butternut squash. The butternut squash was really? really good. Yeah. I was a fan
3: of it. It's funny, I'll be in a food court or whatever with Max and if he'll drop something on the floor, like I will be like, Daddy can't afford that. Yeah. And I pick that up and I will eat that. Yeah. <laughs> I do not care.
1: Which what? is all why we're getting over sicknesses yeah. right now. Yeah.
3: yeah. Local
0: celebrities work. struggle too, people. Local <laughs> we <celebrities> definitely do. <laughs> and it's Thank fun if people story. see me do it, yeah. yeah. So so you have you have a son. Yep. Yeah. Max. Maxwell James.
3: Maxwell James. Yeah. And you named him after Max Keeping, right? So first name, uh yes. So so his full name is Maxwell James Noah Barton because um, there's no real secret, and I, I can say my, my real last name is Barton, and I don't mind saying that. I'm proud of my name. I grew up in Vanquick Hill, Ontario, not too far away from here. Um, Bose, Yeah, Bose Beer, Steve Beauchene and the gang. I went to school with all them. So um, Maxwell, of course, after uh, my um, my community and, and, and uh, uh, media mentor, Max Keeping, Maxwell, yep and everything that he did for me over the 20 years that he uh, he took me under his wing and, and tried to help me to be a better broadcaster, a better community person. James, after my father. Mm-hmm. So unfortunately, my dad passed away this uh, summer, so it was a bit of a, a, a tough summer. Yeah, I saw um, that. I'm sorry to hear. Um, thank yeah. you. It was uh, pretty horrific. Um, uh, but little Max got to say goodbye to him and, and all that kind of stuff. So these are the two most influential men in my life. So when it came time to name uh, my son... Uh, His mother, Crystal, agreed, no problem, let's do this. We came up with Maxwell James, so he's an MJ. Okay. He goes by Max for the most part, but Maxwell James is the first full name, so. How old is he? So he's born on July eleventh of two thousand seventeen. So I don't know when you stop going by months, but he's two years and something. <laughs> two and a quarter. Yeah. Because <laughs> <four. laughs> I I never know what to say if it's like because he's not quite two and a half. He's not like he's twenty six, seven months. Like you start to sound stupid when you do that, right? But two point two five years old. Yeah. Is that is that the math? <laughs> I don't know. Well, you're pretty smart, right? July to August to September to October. Yeah, we'll go with that. Yeah, two right. and a quarter. Two and a quarter. Yeah. yeah. So he's he's already getting older, and, and like he's a toddler, and he's in to just about everything and uh, I like to call him a beautiful nightmare and I always say that and then his mom Dada don't say that that's mean but I don't mean that what I mean is like he's the most gorgeous creature I've ever seen but uh, in nightmarish ways like you can't take your eyes off the child right Mm. because he will destroy everything you have
1: <laughs> yeah. No, that's so about yeah. that's I'm, Very apt. So. Yeah. 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 yeah,
3: Yeah, so it's like a non-stop like and because I'm 42, I waited longer uh until this this happened and like I'm quite exhausted all the time. Uh but God love uh, his mother cuz he's he lives with mom mm-hmm. and she takes care of him pretty much 99.9% of the time, but every time I'm around I can't handle the, the even an hour of, like, Daddy's tired now. You know, <laughs> yeah. like, we'll go to Play Place at McDonald's or whatever, and he wants to go up the thing, up the thing, up the thing. I'm like, Daddy's going to barf. I can't do this again, you know, so. Do you think
0: that part of that is just his excitement at getting to see you because he doesn't get to see you all the time?
3: I, I think it's just a two-year-old. That's okay. why they call it the terrible twos, right? And then I guess, Chris, you'd know. Well, yeah, Erica yeah. and Eddie both had
1: that spurt of energy that is just, like, Wow. I waited until later in life as well. Yeah. I was uh, 33 when I first had Eddie. Yeah. And then 36 with Erica. So, yeah, there's that just wiped from work and then you have to pick up that Mantle and just give life wife a break, yeah. and, but they—they are limitless sources of energy. Uh, youth is wasted on the young, like truly. Yeah, because totally. It's all over the
3: place, and it's incredible to see, but it's also super draining. Yeah, because yeah. imagine what we could do if we had the energy of a two-year-old, right? Right, well, that's fair. Like, it could be crazy. But, well, and uh, the thing is, like, even when they do get tired, they have that fear of
0: missing out. So, like, they got FOMO for sleep, so they won't fall asleep, and they give them... <laughs> worse because they're just so tired yeah. and it just keeps building and yeah. building. And
1: watching a meltdown
3: in front of public people. Priceless. Uh, <laughs> super fun. Yeah. But oh, uh, Kate yeah. Kate left
0: me home with Maddie on Sunday. She went to the spa. She went to Leonardique for the day and that was my first day just alone. And like Kate gets back and I'm like thank god i couldn't do this every (laughs) single day
3: it is amazing what women do and i know i know that's cliche that you know everybody says that you know mothers and all that kind of stuff but what crystal's able to do for max i could never do like Mm -hmm. i can i can fly in and bring some toys and be silly and then all right oh you just went to the washroom i'm gonna go over there now and uh, like i'll hold his legs you know but she takes care of everything and it's incredible uh just like completely selfless just just takes care of Anything and everything that needs to be taken care of while I go and complain about something in the corner that's <laughs> irrelevant. yeah does does Maxwell ever spend time at your place? like with you? So right now, he pretty much stays with her completely all the time. Uh, like he's he's set up there. He's got all of his stuff. And I lived with my mom and dad. Um, that was the setup and now that dad's not there it's just me and mom so we're sort of just adjusting at this point mm-hmm. uh, but we get to see Max quite often and uh, that, that's always nice it brings my mom uh, like it, it brings her to life and, and, and she likes that obviously So, but he's 100% at her house mm-hmm. yeah. it's complicated it's complicated it's complicated yes. Yeah.
0: Um, and we don't necessarily need to go too deep down that rabbit <laughs> no, hole. But that's okay. Um, the re- So so here what we do is we like to have like a different theme for each episode. Yeah. Uh, and the theme that we were kind of wanting to focus on today is social media. Yeah. And I, I thought that that would be a great uh, theme to have with you here because you've always been, in my mind, one of the kings of social media. You're wow. you're you're on you it get- all the time. You always promote yourself on it and wow. you promote the stuff you're doing. And I always seem to know what Dylan Black is doing because huh. I follow you on Twitter and you know I'm friends with you on like two or three different Facebook accounts. Yeah, yeah. There's a few. Yeah, yeah you got a
3: good footprint going yeah, on. Yeah, you yeah. got a
0: nice little footprint going on. And I know that the relationship is complicated with with you and and the mother. Uh, but I also noticed like I didn't know that you had a son for like a full year and it was yeah. like the first birthday, and you're like, Happy birthday Max or something like that you yeah. put a post on social media and I was like, "Wait, what?" Yeah. Can you can you go into a little bit about like deciding when you decided
3: to start putting stuff about having Max on social media and like Yeah, so so I mean obviously when he was born, he was, there's there's many different reasons why I decided to sort of keep him uh, a little I don't I, I don't I would never use the word secret. I don't I don't think that's right. I just kept him out of the public. Mm-hmm. Like the spotlight for a while. I guess because of what I do, that's one reason. Uh, another reason is because I think sometimes people get a little too silly with the stuff going on on social media. Um, I wanted to keep this part of my life a little private. Um, when you say things are complicated or, or were complicated with with his mother and I, they were at the time, um, you know, different relationships were going on and that kind of stuff. And that's life, right? That's that's the world we're in now in 2019. And so we just felt uh, it was best to just sort of, I believe she was posting about him. I, I can't quite remember, but I just left him off until I, I hit age 41 for some reason. And as one of my birthday Gifts to myself was that I announced that I had a over one year old, mm-hmm. and uh, people were sort of what <laughs> you know because I have a lot of close friends like like yourselves like I I never really mentioned or I left it sort of. Quiet. Well, and it's not something where you just kind of go up to someone and go, hey, so have you had a kid recently? Like, <laughs> yeah. you yeah, typically would know yeah. something yeah. like yeah. that, too. And it was definitely the most, the biggest part of my life, and I was mm-hmm. seeing him all the time, and things were going well, and um, I just didn't want to put it out there yet. And then I did put it out there, and, and now he, uh, I don't post about him often, but I do post about him every now and then, because some things should stay private. Mm-hmm. You know, I do use my social media more for promotion, promotion. Help charities. Um, talk about what's going on at the radio station, TV station, that kind of stuff. So I kind of keep my personal life off there a little bit, because uh, everybody's got an opinion. There's a lot of people out there that are sort of wacky. Let's be honest, right? Oh, yeah. um, it's 2019. It's yeah, of <laughs> and I don't, I don't really know. Like I've got thousands of people on there, and I don't really know all of them personally. So I don't need, I don't need something to pop up that's going to be questioned. Okay. What does that person mean? And I can say, well, I don't really even know that person. Yeah. I just don't want to deal with stuff like that when it comes to my personal life. Yeah. So how do you
0: decide what to post about your son versus what not to post? Because I feel like I'm similar to where I know like, my partner posts more about Maddie than I maybe do. Yeah. Um, and you know, my, I might just share something that she posts rather than post something myself because... I'm at the same place where, like, a lot of the people that I'm friends with on Facebook, you know, are either acquaintances or comedians or people that I haven't spoken to in 20 years. And I'm like, some of these, you you aren't really involved in my day-to-day life, so you don't really necessarily need to know all of this this stuff going on.
3: So how do you decide? You know, uh, it just depends on how good I look in the picture. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, if I'm rocking it that day, then it's it's on the internet, you know me and amanda had this (laughs) had the same conundrum as well where
1: we're we're like i know a lot of people on socials uh i don't necessarily feel comfortable sharing these photos with them and amanda didn't have facebook until eddie was born and then she got facebook just to reach out to a bunch of friends and family and i'm Mm -hmm. like okay so if you start tagging me and stuff could you like there's a lot of people here that i only know as acquaintances and I don't really want them having shots of my kids so the concession we made is we made a special group of um, huh. photos of Eddie and Erica and we only invited friends and family yeah. for those daily shots where she just mm-hmm. uploads what she wanted friends and family to see and then on our regular socials uh it was like big holidays Canada Day. So yeah. One Christmas shot. Uh, yeah. Pretty much blanket, blanket shots that everybody is, is comfortable posting. Yeah. That makes sense. You know, and it, and for the most part we stuck to it. Uh, as soon as Erica got a little bit older, Amanda just kind of forgot about the group and she's like turned her, her social uh, platform private so it wasn't and she wouldn't tag me in anything as yeah, well. Because yeah. as soon as she tags me on something, I'm like, it goes public, there's yeah. it's public and it's everywhere. Right? Yeah, so and, like and I agree with that, yeah. Yeah. So that was that was kind of our workaround to it, because there's gotta be some sort of like there, privacy for these kids. There, like, there definitely kind of has
3: to be some sort of privacy and, and you know some people have actually called me out on on it on, it, on because um as you know, like I do work at Yucky Yucks. So one of my roles is to sometimes help to fill fill rooms
4: mm-hmm. um
3: for nights that perhaps aren't selling as well. So I'll do giveaways. Um, and my giveaway is hey like this status, but yeah. I will attach a cute picture of Max to it, and people will be like, well, you're using your son to get likes to give away tickets. I'm like, come on, you do what you got to do though, right? But I used I use the picture because I'm proud of it, and I like yeah, yeah. to I, I try to find creative ways to share him uh, so people can see. But but you're right. I mean, sometimes um, you know I will actually get into, into many arguments, say with with Crystal. Um, you know like oh you're not you're not tagging me in photos you're not putting my picture up you're not that i'm at a point in my life where if i put up my girlfriend's picture people are going to start following her people yeah. are going to start adding her as, adding friends. Her as friends people yeah. are going to start da-da-da-da-da. so it's the same with max you know he doesn't have his facebook account but no. i don't need because i'll have strangers come up to me and say hey that picture you put up of your son and I'll be like, okay.
1: Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Was I was cool, even in a food right? court
3: and I, and I was with Crystal and Max and some person that I didn't really know of wanted to start taking pictures of all of us. Right. Oh, yeah. yeah. So it starts so to get like. like
1: it's, it's, where do we draw the line yeah. of of personal and public life? Exactly. And yeah.
3: I'm a pretty open book. You know, I tell you my real name. I tell you, I could tell you, I would answer any question. Honestly, it's just certain things I don't need them to be exposed to.
1: Yeah. That's and, that's more or less it. Yeah. At the, the end of the day, you yeah, personal exposure, exposure for the kid. And then what happens when that kid grows up and he doesn't want to have this at all?
4: Right? Yeah. Because
1: there's that thing that's coming out as well, right? Mm-hmm. Where like kids are, and there's been open like, toddler shaming and there's a Twitter account. So they're like, my kid did this and my kid did that. And like you're publicly, publicly putting your kid out there without any regard to it. Some of it's hilarious for sure, but like some of it's hilarious like to us, right? But it's not necessarily
0: hilarious to the kid when they grow up and they're like 15 and they're like, oh yeah, I'm going to be remembered as diaper boy
3: or whatever.
1: whatever. My dad was uh, had a Twitter handle where he just made fun of me and
3: the stuff I said all the time. You know, that that to be said. I mean, I I, we did we did a a thing with Hair Donation Ottawa and it was Max's first haircut and we did a Facebook Live on Boom. Like it couldn't have gotten any more public than that, right? Yeah, got twelve thousand views. I like could help to raise money for Chio, so I sound like I'm contradicting myself, right? But I pick and choose the times. Oh yeah, for and sure. you you,
0: to, you pick and choose the cause too, right? Yeah, because
3: the moment, uh, the the event, honestly, the picture. If it if it is something adorable and I'm very proud of that moment, then yeah, like I'll put it up there. But more often than not, I won't. Yeah. Just a discretion. Yeah, yeah so totally. You,
0: you know that kids are flocking away from Facebook, right? Like Facebook is not the social media platform that people yeah, are totally. actively using moving forward. It's like more Instagram and Snapchat and now like TikTok. And
4: yeah.
0: um, even YouTube is like bigger in social media yeah. circles than Facebook is these days with with the kids, and I know that this this might end up being more of a question for Chris because his kids are a little bit closer in age. When when do we start to allow our kids to use social media and how do we make sure that they're using it safely? Because you're talking about how um, you post something and tag your girlfriend or a family member or someone and then... Your fans or followers start to try and add them. Like yeah. that's the same thing gonna be like when our kids have social media, if we have that local celebrity status and people might start to do the same thing. So when do we allow that?
1: That's a very good question. Yeah. Uh, I don't really want Eddie and Erica to have their own social media accounts until at least they can have some sort of a job to pay for their own phone. <laughs> to be like, to have the, like they're on used technology right now, and yeah. it's like uh, they're signed into, like, just the kids' accounts for, like, a YouTube thing. Mm-hmm. But I don't know when I'm comfortable with them publicizing uh, their lives.
3: I, I just, I don't know if you can stop it. That's the problem, well, I, too, I don't, right? Yeah, I mean, that's just it, right? I just, I guess I'd have to... Imagine I mean, the fight that would that would ensue if you said to your kid, like, you can't... We can't have an account da, 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 da.
1: until X amount of age. Yeah, that's... But I think our like generation
3: is the first that's actually seeing. Meaning, like, Facebook's been around 10 years... Okay, roughly, give or take. So Facebook is actually, I think, 15 years old. Is it 15? 15 so maybe, time. like, it's really come in the limelight, like, yeah. over the last 10 years or, or like, yeah. really come to... Yeah. But what right. I'm saying is we're, we're, we're seeing people at that age that were, like, zero up to 15. Mm-hmm. Like, finally. Like, when did they? When are they allowed? Well, Facebook is finally
0: old enough to get its own Facebook account. Because you have to be, like,
3: 13 to be okay, able yeah. to sign up for a Facebook So account. are we going to see uh, tons of 13-year-olds with accounts? And, like, how do you monitor that? How do you 24-7 watch your kids... I just don't have the time for it. I don't have the energy for it. You just have to hope that maybe you've taught them well enough that's, to do the right yeah, thing. That's kind of where I'm getting at. That good one. luck, right? Yeah. So, so then, what might be some
0: of like the useful ways that like that social media can be a uh, positively impactful for youth, right? Like if if they're going to be using it, um, whether it's at 13 or 10 or eight or what however old they are like how can we there's there's a lot of great uses for social media because we can use it as a tool yeah. so how could it be used as a tool for
3: youth i'm not i honestly don't know if it's if that's possible yeah, meaning i do mine for good for the for the better good um you know like i said promote charities promote like say you guys have a show hey can you share this cool yeah. no problem but do kids have that knowledge understanding no. to okay. do things like that or are they just on there to like go up <laughs> so cool. So There's, yeah, oh, and then bully. Yeah, you know, like where's the party at? Why are we picking on this guy? What's Let's the knowledge? Yeah. Yeah. Where's, like, what's where's the... the
1: base and the good brought forward with it? Right? Do yeah. they have that consciousness built in? Hope they do. Yeah. Hope mine do. Anyway, <laughs> well, our like
0: our our children are part of like the first generation that are growing up with social media from birth till death. Yeah. Right. Because yeah.
1: beforehand,
0: you know. For us to, like, hang out with our friends, we'd have to pick up the phone and make a phone call. Or we'd have to go out to a house and ring a doorbell and hope someone was home.
4: Yeah.
0: Um, Versus nowadays, like, a lot of socialization just simply happens online. Yeah. And that's why there's such a push to get online at an early age. Because if my friends are online, I can be friends with them. If I've got cousins or family members in B.C. or England or Australia or whatever, I can still stay in touch with them. It's how we can... That's how I found out you had a kid, <laughs> right? Yeah, like you're it, right. It's used as a way to stay in touch with people that we're not always actively in mm-hmm, touch internet, with. So yeah. there can be that positivity in, in making the world a smaller place mm-hmm. and allowing them to formulate friendships and relationships. But then you bring up a good point about cyberbullying.
4: Yeah. Where
0: we also, like for me in, in high school, I had MSN Messenger on dial-up internet. Yeah, yeah. Right? I, had, yeah, I had MSN that. Messenger. And yeah. so you only had like... 45 minutes a day because it took up the landline <laughs> and and so like if cyberbullying was happening it only happened for a small period of time and then you were off the internet but now with everyone having phones in their pocket or or laptops everywhere they go it's 24/7. Yeah, too. of course you can't yeah. escape
1: that echo chamber
0: of horrible.
3: Horrible. Yeah, yeah. it is. It can be horrible. You can't, no, sorry, I just, I don't know what the answer is when it comes to, like, what age should they get on and for what purposes. Yeah. But you are right when it comes to, like, I, I also, so when it came to announcing Max's birth, when it came to came to my father's passing as well, we used social media as a platform to let people know who are important in our lives, but we hadn't communicated with in years. Yeah. So when I posted it on on, on different platforms, I mean, it was like, 800, 900 responses, it was all like very, a lot of strangers, don't get me wrong, but well wishes, right? Uh, people saying uh, condolences, but a lot of people who I knew from the five years ago, 10 years ago, because when you get up to the age of, in your 40s, like, you know people, and just because you haven't spoken to them doesn't mean they aren't, aren't important, right? No, no. So social media is a beautiful thing in that regard, but I, I don't think kids have the knowledge to use it in that way until they're... Late teens, into your twenties, because I mean, you don't even know what you're doing in your twenties. Like I didn't, definitely not. I don't. I didn't. I think now that I'm in my forties, like I'm starting to understand life. Okay. You know, so it takes a while to to figure out. I know you're just a young buck, Matt Champ. I'm only ten years younger than you. (laughs) You're a young man, but um, it it takes a while till you till you really get it. So I just don't think thirteen-year-olds are there.
0: No. However, they are constantly bombarded with it. I'd say even more so than adults. yeah, um, yeah for sure. When, when I was working as an addictions therapist in the schools, uh, I was working a lot with grade 7 and 8 around um, technology stuff. And we would talk a lot about social media. And when I would ask them about how social media was used as a tool, they would often use it as like a means of connection. Mm-hmm. And then when you talk about the negatives, they know all the negatives, right? They know about cyberbullying. They know, they know what to look for in that because it's now being taught as part of a curriculum. Mm-hmm. As like, you know, there are awful people out there. What you post online is going to be there forever. They talk about even like Facebook depression, even though it's not necessarily called Facebook depression anymore. But that whole idea of if you post something and you don't get the number of likes you want, yeah. you judge yourself off of other people who might get more likes. Yeah. Or you see everybody else posting all the positive things in their life and you feel like your life is shit because yeah. your life is obviously not as happy as these people who are only posting the good things. Yeah, in their life. it's a complete
3: yeah. farce. You know, like, I have days just as dark as anybody else, and you don't see me, like, posting a picture of me laying in there in bed, wondering, can I do this today? You know? <laughs> <laughs> and then even... The silence is playing in the background. <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> that's a great song. Yeah. And then, uh, uh, not only that, are you talking... Did you mean the Depeche Mode version? Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, totally. it's a good song. That's a good... I got memories with that song. I know, same here. Yeah, so... Um... We're like a couple years apart. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 39, right? I get that. Are yours dirty, though? Dirty memories? Oh, no. Okay. No, so moving no. on, uh, what I meant, <laughs> what I meant though, is like uh, people, and, and even then, people that post that, why are you posting that? Because they want the likes. That's right. They want it to, to get the to be jealous, but yeah, it's, yeah, glutton for sympathy. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, right. Right. So. Good times on social media.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So I I was doing a little bit of research before we sat down today, and I found out that teenagers, like the average 13-year-old, is spending approximately 30 hours a week on social media. That's a lot. That's almost a full-time job.
4: Yeah. Right. Like that's
0: more hours in a week than they actually really spend in school. Yeah. Uh, in classes. Uh, so obviously, thirteen-year-olds come
3: run a web page for me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You guys like, should be getting thirteen-year-old I mean, volunteers yeah. to run the your run our awful social just, media, uh, yeah. awful social media. Yeah, but,
1: Hi, I'm, we're I'm looking tired. for thirteen-year-olds to run this daddy issues <laughs> campaign here. That's, that's not going to
0: raise yeah. red flags. Yeah, that doesn't sound uh, at all. No. Now that I
3: think of it, I that wasn't my
0: idea (laughs) um i was i was reading uh some research done by the pew research center uh i I brought my information with me. notes and questions god damn 90 for 95 teens have access to smartphones yeah okay so smartphones kind of seems to be the bigger danger in my mind because they slip into your pocket they're computers for your pocket that you can pretty much hide so like you know if if your kid is on a laptop or on a desktop on social media, it's easier to monitor that because yeah. it's, it's a bigger piece versus them being on their phone. And I don't know if they're playing Candy Crush. Do kids play Candy, candy I'm
3: not cr- sure how cool they're playing. They're exactly.
0: playing something. That's uh, all we or do. if they're or actively, a... like, posting things on social media. And, you know, I know as a youth, I would have posted so many things that I regret now yeah, if I had been on Facebook or Twitter at the time. Of right? Yeah.
4: yeah.
0: Um, and, and then that stuff is there forever. So is there a way... And this might be going back to Chris. Is there a way to train your kids to appropriately use it when the time comes? Or have yeah. I already asked that question?
1: Sort of. Like, what age? Well, no, that was not kind Not about age. Not about age. age. Yeah, there's got to be a way to... What do we, we as parents do, right? Well, again, going back to kind of like what I'm going to say to the mobile drugs is just kind of educate them. A lot of these things are permanent. And... Well, all these things are permanent, and if you're if you're not careful about what you say now, it could cost you something in the future, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And that's kind of what I'm going to try to instill on Eddie and Erica at least. Uh, look, people are getting fired over tweets from ten years ago, Yeah. right? right. Like they're they're losing jobs and they're losing crazy, big prestigious yeah. stuff out of out of stuff that was you know uh, jokes at the time in quotation marks, but you know now you look looking back at it, you're like, yeah, that was pretty lowbrow hate speech yeah it, yeah it definitely
3: is it's an online resume everything you post is is it is that's going it. to be so... searched it's going to either be searched by like a, a potential suitor yeah um, you know like <laughs> or an employer an employer of yeah. course like anybody's going to be checking out your social media that's where people go right away that's it yeah you apply for renting a house you check your socials yeah you know they, yeah. you apply for
1: well i'm not sure about car loans anything like that they're gonna check your credit score first obviously but yeah no, it's uh it's an open book, literally. Yeah, totally. There was
0: there was something that I saw earlier, and I'm trying to find it in here, um, and it seems I can't seem to find where it had gone. Uh, but it was it was a follow up to that, and. Uh, I apologize for wasting our time with me just rambling. About <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Ignore, ignore the last 30 <laughs> seconds. Uh, there, was, there was actually something really cool that I saw uh, as well. Um, and this was done, once again, by the Pew Research Center. Uh, and they they took a look at U.S. teenagers that have uh, like the annual household income versus how much time they spend on social media. Yeah. And it's found that... Uh, the lower the median household income is in the states, the higher social media use is. Wow. So they they got here that 70% of teens uh, in families that are making less than $30,000 are on Facebook. Huh. But only 56% of teens in households making $75,000 are left on Facebook, uh or less are on Facebook. And then 36% of teens uh, with a median household of over $75,000 are on Facebook.
3: Facebook. Hmm. So is like social media for poor people? I don't know. I understand <laughs> what the reasons could possibly be to that. Unless the, unless people with money have other things to distract you. I would think. That, I'm guessing. Well, if you think of it, the social media is a drug. So
1: maybe social media so people <laughs> just got better drugs. <laughs> well, <and> that's <laughs> that's right. actually been scientifically
0: proven. Yeah. That, that's, that's a... Every time, your head, right? every time that your phone goes off, that little ding uh, releases dopamine, <laughs> yeah, right? And we totally. get that dopamine re- reaction, and it's the same dopamine reaction we get from like using coke. Huh. Not not the type of coke you're drinking.
3: Well, no, you brought me some delicious Coke Zero here today. Thank <laughs> you very much, guys. <laughs> you're now, welcome.
0: Now Coca-Cola owes us money. <laughs>
3: oh us money, Coca-Cola. It's my drink of choice. Yeah. yeah. Is uh you know zero taste and zero calories, <laughs> <laughs> just like my life. Aww. Aww. Oh, good okay, stuff. So yeah, you know. are you a video gamer? <laughs> not at all. I used to be like crazy growing up. Uh, my mom is a, a video gamer, which is fun. She's into her Nintendo. Nice. Like what type Nintendo Switch,
0: Nintendo uh, Wii? She's Wii she's
3: still uh, around the Wii. Uh, she also has um, some hand controllers. I forget what they're called though. Uh, she would know more than I. 3ds, maybe, okay. something like that. But she's into like Animal Crossing and uh, the Mario games. But no, no, I can't. I don't even know how to turn them on anymore. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah.
0: Because that's also where, like, I know it's a little bit different than social media, but we see that a lot of youth are like actively using gaming now as a, as a way of communicating online, right? Yeah. There's yeah. With the online games and with uh, with Discord and stuff like Fortnite. that. Right. Well huge okay. I, the, but they use Discord kind of as the chat tool to okay. to connect them. Yeah. Um and that's actively where we're seeing the increase in cyberbullying mm-hmm. is in, in video gaming and um I was going to say if you're into that, like I want to know your opinion on it. But if you don't, ha- if
3: you're not into it, you probably don't. Have I, I do opinion. understand it though, because there's a lot they're chatting, basically, right? Like yeah, they're, they're chatting they're, while they're doing. it. And right? of course, like if if the game goes wrong or not in their favor, they're going to start insulting the person that they're talking to or playing with. And I could just see it. And and usually it's faceless too, right? Like you don't even know what the person looks like. Yeah. You it's don't even with. know
0: if they're the type of person they say they're right. Like you might be thinking you're playing with another thirteen year old. Yeah. If you're 13, not me playing with... (laughs) Let's clarify that. Like a 13-year-old playing with another 13-year-old, and it could be like a 40-year-old dude with a high-pitched squeaky voice, like, like a little Pee Wee Herman going on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 Love Pee Wee Herman. He hasn't even hit puberty yet. That's how I know he's 13. Paul Rubens, he got a bad rub. I think he got a good rub, and then he yeah. got a bad rep because of a good rub. I
3: think he all that happened on purpose. For the media? Because I think he was was done with the character, Ah. and I think he wanted to do more dark stuff, because I think you'll notice in his sort of uh, filmography, or whatever, you would know, is that it? Filmography? uh, Filmography. His catalog. Like, his catalog, there was more, like, roles after Pee Wee Herman. But then he brought it back a few years ago, because it was retro, and cool. true. And
0: none of his other roles were really hitting the mark they didn't take off or anything him but he was in
1: blow
0: he was in blow he was in, yeah. he was in mystery men right do you remember mystery yeah. Men with ben stiller yeah. yeah
3: yeah i do but so so i don't know that's that's i guess that's a, an aside as they call it right but uh, you know that the chair that he masturbated in is in ottawa at the
0: mayfair theater really yeah they bought all the chairs from the theater that he got caught masturbating in and the front row center chair uh, of the mayfair is the chair that he got caught like a hundred percent sure yeah lee DeMarbra, who owns the mayfair was talking about it on like the opening night of the mayfair holy jeez like, i think he even like pointed out the seat and was like <laughs>
3: so you might get <laughs> is this i don't know if you're being serious no i'm being no, dead no, no, serious. serious i'm being dead serious why do i want to go uh go to the mayfair now well go support local local <laughs> well, businesses sure, of course right? <laughs> delicious yeah. popcorn but, uh, I'm just really Why is curious. this tying
1: into the simon Celine story? Because he, 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 bought, bought he bought a
0: chair. a chair. It would have been great
1: if he'd have bought that chair. You right? know simon <laughs> yeah. <numbers. laughs> yeah. We've Wait, talked right. about is Simon a lot on
0: this whole, podcast. Whole, whole oh, do you? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, simon, I mean, well, Simon is such an interesting human being. I haven't seen him in a long
3: time either. Yeah.
0: He had seizures this summer. We spent time talking about that on this podcast. That yeah, one we'll rehash that right now. To that He went we'll down hard four times.
3: Like at the show? Right after the show like, wow. his little computer just went... Really? Were you there for that? Yeah. you saw
0: it. Yeah, I, bro- I, I, I dislocated two of his ribs, sternum rubbing them, because I thought he was having a heart attack.
3: <laughs> okay.
1: And I was sitting I back know. with his brother in law, and like, hmm, this is interesting. <laughs> <laughs> I got to see another death in my so no. <laughs> wow. Yeah. yeah well, crazy, I hope he's so. okay. Yeah, yeah he's,
0: he's, he's good. He's Simon. He's he's Simon. Simon. He... I want to start a podcast with Simon just called The Nine Lives of Simon, where he just talks <laughs> about all the times he almost he died. died. Yeah. Because he's just so irresponsible.
1: Yeah. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah, well, no, that's poor guy. Uh,
3: that's the Mayfair though. Yeah, yeah. The Mayfair there is with this uh, Paul Rubens. What a weird tangent we went there. Dude. Yeah, yeah. What, what were we talking we about? we were talking about dopamine. dopamine. We're Dol- talking about oh, how uh, how grand. going on social media is like a drug, right? Yeah. <laughs> and,
0: and the moment that you get that like that like or that that yeah. notification or that comment, it validates what you posted, mm. right? I, yeah. I even like made a tweet about it once, being like. As long as my as long as my tweet gets at least one like I'm validated in posting it. I don't care I don't care if it gets more than one like. That one like validates yeah. this entire thing. Um and then, you know, there's other people who obviously don't have as many Twitter followers like me who uh, who are in the same boat. And they're like, yeah, one likes good. One likes out. Exactly. One likes fine. That's <laughs> good.
3: Yeah. I, I do get it, though, because I'm, I'm I'm the first person to say that I'm addicted to my phone. Like, absolutely addicted. I think even during this recording, you've seen me, like, look at it because I've seen it flash or, or yeah. something, right? I wonder what's up. Yeah, you yeah. know, but with my roles, my, my different jobs, I am constantly having to check it because it's my lifeline. Yeah. It's my home phone. It's my business phone. It's my everything. So, yeah, nobody ever has a...
1: Like, lots of people
3: do not have home phones. Anymore. Yeah. No, that's yeah. true. That's true. Yeah.
1: However, I
0: also try to like... I, I had a big issue before before my marriage fell apart where I was on my phone a lot more than I am right now. Yeah. And it was one thing that when I decided to like go back out and start dating again and get into a serious relationship, that when I'm spending time with someone else, I try to be intentional about putting my phone down. Yeah. And I actually got some backlash from people who were like, like, why don't you respond to my texts anymore? Or like, why don't you like... like, like Huh. I sent you something. I sent you an email and it's been two days. And I'm like, yeah, exactly. well, I'm trying... to you get the email I sent you 10 minutes ago? I'm like, and I'm like, I'm, like I'm trying to be more <laughs> in the present yeah. and more in where I am, right? And I think that's also been good for my mental health because when my marriage kind of imploded, I spiraled out of control a little bit like mental health wise and I had to take some time off work and really focus on me. And a big part of that was turning my phone off. Yeah. A big part of that was... Uh, you know, staying away from Facebook and especially staying away from Twitter for a while because yeah. things get so toxic so quickly and I start to internalize all the bullshit that everybody else is spewing.
1: Yeah. Huge part of my recovery was ignoring Facebook for the months they were there. And if I was on Facebook, it was to put out a motivational quote, just like, a, I'm putting this out. Bam. This is something that Nietzsche said. Oh, it's crazy. And yeah, yeah. then just left it alone. Yeah. And that was a good six
3: months. I think. Do you really- ever regret joining social media? Regret. So I, I, I'm not sure. Uh, it's it's hard to, because I, I rely on it so much for business purposes. Um, So I have to do so. Like it's even part, like you were talking about the kids 30 hours a week. Like mm-hmm. I'm easily at 50, 60 hours a week. Easily. Okay. Because I am, I have it open in front of me at work. Right. When I'm on the air, a radio, it's open. Mm-hmm. When I'm programming music, it's open. Because I'm multitasking. Of the days of the calling
1: in and the radio. Yeah. It,
3: <laughs> people don't call in as often as they used to, right? So, but I'm constantly, um, communicating with people, Facebook, living, tweeting, Insta stories, like it's a non stop. So I have no choice. That being said, I also see all the benefits to it as well. Communicating with friends you haven't spoken with in a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, seeing friends, like visually seeing friends that you haven't seen in a long time. Do I wish it all went away? Yeah, Maybe. I, I don't think we'll ever be in that position.
0: No, not unless, like, there's a fire sale and yeah. all
3: electricity and hydro yeah. and the world goes down. EMP around, just hits us. Boom! But, just... but then, I mean, you guys contacted me on social media, right? It's true. This is going to go well, on tried social to the media. Signal oh, I signal fire. really tried with the signal fire. How come he's not responding? 90, no. Oh, yeah, <laughs> just, Carrier picture That was died. an H. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah so it's It's a brilliantly beautiful thing, and it's also horrific. so um, it's like I say it's like that term beautiful nightmare.
1: Yeah. And when beautiful. I
3: say that, I, I always mean that in like the most positive but tiring way. It's like my, my life It's like I have everything I've ever wanted, but it's it's beautiful, but it's a nightmare because every day I have to try to keep it. Okay, and it, so it's it's difficult, right? So I, uh,
0: I like that calling it a beautiful nightmare. Like I get I get it in comparison to like your kid, but I also get it in comparison to social media um, because it does have such like a weight, and you know sometimes I do. Like we just got through an election here in Canada, yeah. and you know like. That's when I see it. Like that's when I need a mental health break from yeah, Twitter. Yeah, look at all the
3: look at all the hate on there. And Paul. that's the yeah. thing it's like it's it's ignorance and hate. What? It doesn't matter who you supported. It, it, even if Trudeau would have given everybody a million dollars, there would have been yeah. people who would have said, "No, he sucks because." And, and it's just and 100%. that's and that's the polite words. Yeah, it was it was yeah exactly. It was, yeah. it was really wonderful to see. Like because I'm from Alberta,
1: like it was really bipolar night. Yes, yesterday yeah. morning just. One just complete the other way, and one just super happy, complete, and it it could have gone the other way, too. I mean, if you looked at everything, and uh, at the end of the day, if you got out and did your choice that you wanted to choose for whoever, that's the best part of it all, right? Uh, I
0: mean... Here's the thing, is like, I, I recognize, and this is something that I talk to my own therapist about, is I recognize where social media makes me feel like shit. Yeah. And I think that could be a me issue. And and like I know that social media is a very narcissistic thing because when you post it's usually a post about me or what I'm doing. Yeah. Or like not you posting about me, but like yeah. when I post I it's you. about me yeah. or I'm doing something like this. So so it's it's always me focused. And so I think that like I don't like posting on social media because I don't like the me focus there. If I'm gonna have me focus, I want it to be when I'm on stage doing comedy. Yeah, totally. I don't want it to necessarily be around my private thoughts or my personal life because and that's where I feel comfortable. But then when I see other people spout their bullshit, it really gets under my skin because part of me is like, oh, man, I wish I could vent like that. But then the other part of me is like gets dragged down by all the venting and all the bullshit and all the toxicity that kind of surrounds it. Yeah. Um, I'm actually like I worry about what social media is going to look like in 15 years when. I when baby champ is on there, <laughs> <laughs> it,
3: it's really, it's almost impossible to forecast, really. And I, because I, I don't know if it'll, it may also disappear. Well, then that's the in, thing, in, in one way or another. Because, like, it'll be different from what we know today.
0: Well, okay. Facebook started 15 years ago, mm-hmm. and Facebook was like one of the first social media platforms. I get that was MySpace and i was yes. super fun.
4: Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, but, but we've definitely seen a huge evolution over 15 years of Facebook, right? Yeah. Yeah. Where now we've, we've seen like social media platforms rise and fall like Vine, which yeah, yeah. lasted very small. Yik Yak lasted for such a short time. Yeah. And, and a lot of times the ones that lasted for such a short time were because they were full of more toxic behavior. Yeah. Um, do you think that the internet's gonna get better at policing social media? And how do you do that without stepping on people's rights?
3: Exactly. And I think it's gonna get worse actually because of people's rights. Because everybody has the right to everything.
0: So, so let's take away everybody's rights. Nobody has well, rights. Just
1: You're a goose stepping over a line. That's freaking pretty, pretty interesting. Yeah. Nice wave with the right hand there, Mr. Champ. I'm only joking. Yeah. I know you are.
3: It is it is a huge challenge. I mean, and like anybody can say this is what I believe and this is, whether they're right or wrong, you have to go along with it. Okay. Because okay. they will they will scream foul, right? They, yeah. Oh now you're not letting me have my right to whatever. Unless so, It's outright hate speech. Just keep yeah. scrolling. Keep scrolling. Yeah if it's hate speech, report it or otherwise just but how scrolling. much hate speech got it was gotten away with during this election. Yeah, it was it was beyond. Like yeah. Yeah. you know so so I would I, I stay away from it as much as possible, but there's somebody who is right error running and, and I sort of connect myself to her tweets once or twice and, and she was very disliked. But she still won, um, and and just because I attached myself, all of a sudden I was the and you, you were sucked getting the vitriol too. from it. Yeah, it was crazy. I'm like, what? <laughs> so <laughs> stick well, to being a DJ. I think I DJ. saw that tweet. Yeah, I don't want to say the person's name. It's just it was like stick to being a DJ um, and all that kind of stuff. I'm not sure what you're doing there, Matt. I'm, I'm trying Matt to air quote something. like I'm trying to to do her initials. Does her name start with a C? Yes. So okay. let's drop that. But the thing is, um, um, and, and I think I, I consider her an actual friend now. and, and she's, I like her a lot. Yeah, she, she I think what she's done is amazing. And even me saying this right now, if people were to hear this, you suck now because, but Mr. Black, stick to music. Your, your uh, ASS kissing doesn't look good on you. Like all that kind of stuff, right? I'm yeah, like, wow. what? Like I didn't even say anything i just retweeted but that's also like it's also ignorance on their part to think that you don't have an
0: understanding of how basic politics works yeah or how like our system works like i feel like we we ultimately have a platform as comedians we have a platform as a radio dj you have a platform and if you're not utilizing your platform for things that you believe in you're wasting your platform
3: But, but but you're you're also stifled like i can't just go on the radio and talk about what i believe in I can't go on TV. No, and I guess what I, I guess we get a little we, bit more of a a free power, but, but do you though? do you like you uh, do and you don't? Like yeah, look at some uh, of the, the I mean some comedians have said some pretty outlandish things. I get that. They've lost jobs, they've lost TV shows, this and that. But I would be afraid to be a comedian now.
0: But you have to you have to be able to take Responsibility for what you say. So, like, if I'm if I say something outlandish, I have to take responsibility for it a bit for being outlandish, right? Yeah. Like, just because you have the right to say something doesn't mean that other people don't have the right to criticize what you said. Yeah. Right. So, I think that if we have a platform, there's always going to be criticisms. Yeah. There's always going to be people that disagree with you or disagree with your politics or your ideologies or or your belief system whatever that is and there are always going to be people that are more outspoken than others so that, and there's gonna be people that just troll for the sake of being yeah. fucking yeah troll. and you'll you'll team, notice yeah. them and
3: they they don't have their picture up it's always like a picture of a cat or something uh their even their twitter handle ends hand with like eight numbers yeah so so <laughs> are they even people of course they're people but they're they're not even brave enough to put their own face up But they yeah. can attack i could do that too I could yeah. just go on there and make up some handle and just bash everybody. Mm-hmm. Does that make the world better? Yeah, no, like everything that that person is is claiming they believe in by saying this politician sucks because or whatever politician sucks because they're now promoting hate mm-hmm. in their own right. Yeah. like they're making the world a worse place. Yeah, there's, there's it doesn't make any sense to me, but yeah. that's that is the the planet we live in, right? So yeah. <laughs> so ultimately, long
0: story short. Social
1: media sucks.
0: Yeah, <laughs> TLDR. That, but if I do run
3: a, co- a, a contest for Yuck Yucks, do like my adorable picture of my son. Yes, yeah, so because absolutely. I will award you a four pack. Nice. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah.
0: yeah. no, okay. I don't know how you will let me in for free anymore. <laughs> well, you guys are
3: probably still good to go, oh, but uh, you know. we'll see it's it's
0: getting close to Wheel of Fortune time I want to respect uh, the fact that you need to get home to watch Pat Sajak and Vanna White
3: I Um, actually I think Pat Sajak is one of the most brilliant broadcasters I've ever seen Uh, he is slick just being in television in in my own world uh, like I understand how it works and he is as slick as they come you watch that show he can just do it He's going through the motions. Yeah, of course. He's been doing it That's for three now. Yeah. yeah. But he is slick. He's smooth. Like, look at his little comments. Like, the way he addresses people, looks at people. It's beautiful. Supposedly, within, like, and I read this online, so take it for what
0: it's worth. Yeah. But supposedly in the first, like, two seasons of Wheel of Fortune, they were filming, like, five episodes a day. Mm-hmm. And so between episodes, him and Vanna would just go across to the bar and be drinking. And so as the week went along, because it was, like, a full <laughs> week in one day, yeah. by, like, episode... Episode four and five, they were shit faced, yeah. and so he'd be kind of like slurry and definitely a lot happier in the Thursday and Friday episodes. And there would be times where Vanna would touch the wrong letter.
3: Yeah. I hear it still that 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 way. I hear I hear Jeopardy and Wheel of Fortune are still five a day.
0: Yeah, wow. well, I, I figure that that's the the way it still is. Yeah. But at the time when it was new to them, like they were just like. They were just using their free time to get drunk together. Yeah, I guess,
3: right. But, right. right. Well,
0: I still have a crush on Vanna White, so... Yeah, yeah, I, should get a, a, I should get a poster it's of her for the murder man. round. Yeah, yeah, what the heck, you know? Yeah. Where's Rome my 8x10? Where you you
3: yeah. said you were going to bring an 8x10. Eight I eight didn't by really ten. want to bring an 8x10. If you bring like, an 8x10, <laughs> yeah.
0: it will go next to Captain Canuck. Okay. I will move jumps and jokes, it'll go next to Captain Canuck. Yeah, it'll be the Dylan Black corner.
3: Well, I know where you live now, so... You're just going to have a random 8x10 stuck to your window? Front door? Dylan was here. Love Dylan. So as
0: we come to an end, uh,
1: Um, advice?
0: Yeah, yeah. We'd like to wrap things up by getting a piece of parenting advice from
3: you for our listening audience. Parenting advice, now now, I don't only direct this to children, I direct this to people in general. And this is coming from my mentor, Max Keeping. So I tell this story uh, to anybody who will listen. Um, and I learned from it, and I learned from it every day. And it's even one of the reasons why I'm here today. So this is back in early 2000s. I was on another radio station in town. Uh, at that point, I was going by Anthony James. That was my first radio name, right? So it was a Make-A-Wish Foundation event, Spark Street. There was another radio personality there, along with Max Keeping, myself, and a lady named Lynn Noel, who was with the Make-A-Wish Foundation. Um, or no, sorry, Children's Wish Foundation. And Lynn said, take the megaphone, Anthony, and and talk to the crowd. And I didn't want to do it. I was scared. I was nervous. Mm -hmm. Max Keeping said to me, if you don't take that megaphone, that other announcer will. And I took the megaphone. So anytime, like kids, adults, anybody... Somebody offers you... A megaphone? An opportunity. Yeah, the, the megaphone is a symbol for opportunity uh, to do something. To come and do a podcast with two great guys. You know, you've know, you been invited. You could have invited somebody else tonight. But Take we invited it. you. Thank you. <laughs> Take it because at the end of the day, you can either say you did it or you didn't. Okay. What would you feel better saying? That you did it. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And I've done a lot of amazing things in my career. Been on big stages. Interviewed some, uh, some of my heroes... Big names. Uh, every time I didn't want to do it. Every time. Nerves. Yeah. What can go wrong? But I have these stories now. Okay. And and my legacy for My Little Maxwell James will be my stories. I like that. How, how okay. well I treated people. How I made people feel. I took the megaphone. Take risks, people. That's right. Take, Don't be take afraid. Risk. Fortune favors the bold. That's I right. like that. That's... Because as John Cleese said to me, believe it or not, right to my face... When I interviewed him at the NAC for 45 minutes in front of a sold-out crowd, he said, Dylan, say whatever you want to me, because at the end of this, no one's going to remember anyway. (laughs) And it was such good advice, and this was only a year and a half back. So you pulled out Just that megaphone it. and you let the siren go. Just, yeah. <laughs> Just go for it. Just go for it. Because people it. have been going for it you know, since the beginning of time. And they've gotten famous. They've gotten opportunities. That, so you never know what will come of it. That's okay. a perfect device. Thank you so much Ooh. for being here, Dylan. Thank yeah. you. Where can people find you online? Uh, at Dylan Black Radio, pretty much. Twitter, uh, Facebook, Instagram, all over the place. Uh, yeah.
0: Thank you so much. Thank for you coming. for being here, Thank Dylan. you. <laughs> uh, bye, people. Bye. Ladies and gentlemen, tired of receiving anonymous dick pics with no real opportunity to retaliate? Have we got the app solution for you. Download Dick Docs right now. Simply download the app, upload the unwanted dick pic, and our database will search through a catalog of 3.5 billion dicks to properly identify who sent you that dick pic and from where.
1: And then you can dox the shit out of them. Or just let their moms know what kind of a tiny micro penis they really have. Dick Docs! Download it today! Don't ask us how we got those pictures.
0: Bye, uh,
1: Michael. Michael. Tired of waking up hungover finding out that you sent 45 random dick pics to contacts on your phone? Oh, shit. Download our new app, Dick Blocker. Dick Blocker? What's that? Just simply upload a photo of your penis to our database. And our algorithm will prevent your phone from sending another dick pic. Don't get doxxed for showing your cocks. Bye, Michael. Welcome back. And it's time for Parenting Advice with Stripper Mom and Uncle Freddy.
0: This week's question. Dear Stripper Mom and Uncle Freddy, my 8-year-old son is convinced that he's going to be an NBA superstar. But the reality is... He's very short, he's not very good, and he's super white. How do I talk to my son about realistic expectations without coming off like I'm killing his dreams? Sincerely, Nancy, in Delaware.
2: Nancy, you can kill off a lot of things, but don't kill off your kid's dream. Doesn't matter if he's terrible. Let somebody else tell him that. Don't you be the fall guy for that bad news, okay? You let him go far. Otherwise, one day, before you know it, he's sucking dick in an alley for a bag of booze. You don't want that, Not that there's anything wrong with choices like that. Truth. There's not, but sometimes that person sucking that dick for that bag of booze might have felt that she could have been a ballerina. But then, no, her mother said, Are you kidding with that butt and you're gonna have a big rack? I don't know how to tell you this, but you cannot dance ballet. Well, sometimes maybe that wasn't the way that the message should have been delivered. Otherwise, maybe that person who's sucking a dick in an alley for a bag of booze, maybe they make most of the money taking the clothes off because they got a big rack and a big ass. And maybe they're just dreaming about ballet. So let me tell you, You let some man who's coaching his team when he's 17 tell him the truth. Until then, he is Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, okay? Okay. Oh, Freddie?
3: I had a few dreams when I was a child, and I know what it's like to hold on to them. Um, I think the one that's the most dearest to me, I suppose, is...
0: Well, you know, my father was... uh, wasn't a great guy so i used to pretend that he was that he was like a superhero almost you know like i remember when i was in my early teens i uh i fa- had this fantasy that my father was a uh, was an astronaut and um and it really got me excited and i just I, I and uh it just it really really just helped me feel so much better and even though i knew it wasn't true i really wanted my dad and wanted to believe he was an astronaut and and you know I, uh, if it wasn't for the Challenger blowing up, that never would have happened. This has been Parenting Advice with Stripper Mom and Uncle Freddie. That is our episode, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for joining
1: us. Interesting conversation, we hope. Uh, I I thought that was fun. No, that was totally fun. Uh, yeah,
0: Dylan's fantastic.
1: Yeah, he's a great guy. And uh, there's a lot, like you say, coming around... Uh, We have to think about as parents and things like that. So, uh, may the force be with us all. Yeah. Um, hey,
0: we didn't talk about like any shows. Did you do any shows? Like, are you got any shows coming up? Uh, I got
1: a couple of shows coming up. Uh, well actually Friday night I'm up in, uh, Petawalla at the garrison for the Junior Ranks Officers Mess I'm doing a feature on that Friday then,
0: October 25th it October will not be 20 out. 5th. it will not
1: be out by then right okay so that's a gig I just did <laughs> uh, <laughs> and so uh, fun times as always oh we have something coming up on uh, at Vimy November 8th uh, it's a show called uh uh, Don't Fret. Don't Fret. It's a musical comedy. It's a musical comedy. Yeah. yeah Oliver George is on Oliver it. Oliver George is on it. And it's uh, it's going to be a good little, a good show. Uh, you can get your tickets to that online. You can search it on Facebook. Uh, and then on the 22nd uh, of November, we have... Uh, Another show at Vinny and a back-to-back show, uh, like a twin show at uh, our friends over at Whippersnapper. Yeah, on the 23rd. Well, on the 23rd, 22nd and 23rd, so... Yeah, we talked about those ones, yeah. That's right, yeah, yeah. so they're coming up, uh, otherwise just... Uh...
0: Uh, we, we're actually me, Chris, and our good friend stripper mom, Heather Hurst, uh, we're, we're doing a little trip down to uh, Kingston on the 6th.
1: That's right. November That's right. 6th, November so, so if you're in all Kingston...
0: Uh, down come on, Come check at that
1: Absolute out. Comedy. <clears throat> that's real. Yeah, Absolute Comedy Kingston. It's going to be a fun little road yeah. trip. Uh, the 28th, I'm actually out at uh, Moose Guires. Oh, that's a fun a- show. Yeah, so, so that's tomorrow if you guys want to come out and see that. It's, uh, yeah, it's Monday. Yeah, it's Karen's, Karen's show. It's, uh, also, my dad's death anniversary. Oh, come happy death anniversary. Death anniversary. Oh, not happy, but. No, 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 but like yeah, solemn and dignified. Yeah. All right. Well, speaking <laughs> about dads, it's time for a Dick of the Week. Dick of the Week. Dick of the Week. Just a reminder, our it, Dick of the Week is... not a bad not thing. Bad thing. Not a thing. This is our Dad of the Week. This is like a Dad of the Week, or like, hats off to you. And this week, it's Michael Bolton. Michael Bolton, thank you for giving
0: Dylan the courage to do the things that make Dylan... Dylan. Dylan,
1: he spits hot fire! Ha ha! Hot fire! What did you learn this week, buddy? <laughs> uh, French is hard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah? Yeah. Yeah, no, um... Yeah, I'm just going to go with that. But you,
0: you I thought you had something else you learned. Did I? Yeah, it was about Santa.
1: Oh, shit, yeah. Because you already talked about French, man. That's right. No, French is hard. And if you're ever losing your kids and you're losing your cool, if they're just not listening, you can always be like, yeah, I'm just sending this to Santa. I'm totally sending the email to Santa about all of this right now. I feel like that's... Man, you can't use it more than, like... Once a month. But was, I would
0: say, like, I feel like that's something out of, like, a guide to parenting
1: 101. It's like, oh, yeah. just always use Santa as a threat. Well, I wouldn't use always. No, no, no. It's 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 only a card. I only like to play, like, once a month when they're just getting ridiculous. So do you just use Satan all the rest of the time? Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Or Michael <laughs> Bolton. <laughs> Michael Bolton. <laughs> Don't make me bring Michael Bolton God, in here. God you know it's going to fucking destroy you kids. No. Oh, okay. Well, that took a tough twist. Yeah, totally. Um, Michael Bolton does not destroy children No But Michael
0: Bolton If you'd like to come onto this podcast And talk about raising your three daughters That'd be super cool That'd be super cool
1: Yeah But mm-hmm. well, we're not going to hold our breasts either So no. That's fine I um, will I'll hold my breasts right now <gasps> What did you learn to speak champ? <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh You know what I, uh, I learned not to overfeed the baby Ooh Because usually the baby stops me When she's done feeding Yeah I went through two full bottles of formula. Wow. She did not stop me. They're, they're mini bottles. Like They're yeah. not like the giant-ass bottle. She's only nine weeks old. Uh, she normally gets one bottle. Nice. And uh, then I was going to change her. <laughs> and then? Well, obviously, she projectile vomited. Nice. All right? And, like, this was a lot. Like, it came out of her nose. It came out of her mouth. Like, I'm holding her above it because like, we're just both soaked in this, right? <laughs> and so I change her. Get it all. Well, Kate comes up and helps clean it up with me, and I change her. And the moment I'm done changing her, same thing—just projectile oh. it everywhere. And so I'm like, "Oh shit!" But I'm like, "Okay, that was so much. Like, she's got to be done. So clean up, change her, bathe her, get her ready for bed. This time we get her into her, like another outfit, get her swaddled, and because we got like this little sleep sack she sleeps in." And then the moment I'm about to put her down, not only over, like, her and me, but also <laughs> all over the comforter on <laughs> the bed. So... Oh, man. It has... It was a lot. Um, she was like just shocked by it, uh, and then she was fine. And then it turns out like, I was like, like, "Well, is she hungry now?" <laughs> <laughs> is she like, is like, she just... Turns out she's not, because babies we we found out will only throw up what is too much for their stomach, yeah. and it'll settle down to like what is supposed to be there. So. Don't overfeed a baby. <laughs> she
1: just kept eating. And poor oh, Champ was like, this is cool. Nice. And I'm going to dinner with my mom. I'm, like, I'm like, she's going to sleep well tonight. <laughs> <laughs> and she did. <laughs> oh. All
0: right. Oh. Well, that is our episode. Thank you for joining us. Uh, we shall see
1: you next week. Next week. Daddy Issues with Champ and Kingsbury was created and edited by Matthew Champ and Chris Kingsbury. You can find us on Facebook at... Daddy issues with Champ and Kingsbury. You can find us on Instagram at dad, we got daddy issues, and you can find us on Twitter at we got dad issues.
0: Yay! <laughs> he made it through it. A <laughs> no second takes. <laughs> no second oh. Nice. No oh. gays. No. <laughs> Chernobyl was last. Shut episode. up! <laughs> no, no gaze. No. All right. No, know. that's well, good. Thank, thank you this for listening. No, special. Thank yous go to. to Jacob Pollock for the awesome music. Heather Hurst and uh, Freddie Jones for our fun stripper mom and Uncle Freddie segments. Uh, Special thanks obviously goes out to Dylan Black for being our guests. And special thanks goes out to all of you lovely motherfuckers in the internet. We shall see you bitches later. Dylan,
1: Dylan, Dylan, and Dylan. Spit hot fire! Hot fire!